Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the program. Lori Rubinson here with you. And the New York Jets were incredibly impressive in their second preseason game against the Florida Panthers. And I know, I know, it's the preseason. So maybe we shouldn't go crazy. But on the other hand, maybe we should go crazy about these New York Jets um, with everything that we're seeing in front of us. To talk about the Jets, we bring in Jets beat writer for the ledger, NJ.com, Andy Vasquez, joining us as he's heading back from Carolina covering the team. Hey, Andy, how are you? Hanging in there, hanging in there. Yeah, it was a lot of fun for the Jets yesterday. They certainly look good. So my big picture question is, you know, on the one hand, it's just preseason, um, but all the offseason hype about here was a Jets team last year that seemed to have so many pieces in place, including a, a, a really tough defense and yet they were missing the most important position, the quarterback. They go out, they get Aaron Rodgers, they're on hard knocks, there's all the hype about this team, and we see them smoke the Carolina Panthers, and admittedly, there's a lot of backups playing. Of course, that's what this is about in large part, but one of the things I took away, my big takeaway from this is, wow, the Jets have a lot of depth, and that seems important. Is that is that a, a viable takeaway? Absolutely, because, I mean, they, they the Jets didn't play 21 players yesterday, including 12 starters. And interestingly, the Panthers, because they had number one pick Bryce Young out there, they had their starters out for the first three drives. I mean, the Jets held them 21 yards. And, uh, you know, without Quentin Williams, without, you know, Sauce Gardner, without DJ Reed. Um, without the guys that, that that could be starting at safety and, and Jordan Whitehead and Tony, I mean, you look at their defensive line and it is deep. It is legit. It was a problem the entire game, dealing with the Panthers starters or dealing with their backups. Their defensive line is going to be legit. Their defense is going to benefit from um, all the the things that we already know. About. With the offense in terms of Aaron Rodgers there, and I think the defense kind of had to grind after the way things went last year and something to prove. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be interesting, and I think it was encouraging what you saw from the offense and Zach Wilson. They put a lot of the key players, especially on the offensive line, out there with him, give him a chance to to see what he can do with a run game. It wasn't perfect; it wasn't spectacular. I don't think he's suddenly a, a really good quarterback, but. 
the fact that after what we saw at the end of last year, that he's not embarrassing himself, he's, um, you know, broken beyond the point where he can't come out and, and execute like a normal quarterback is a good thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I would be very encouraged by the Jets, especially by what you saw from, from the defensive line and, and from the running backs and tight ends in the passing game. That, that, those were real things, even though it was a preseason game. So we'll dive into some of the um, other, you know, players and position groups and, and some of the things that you're talking about. But you raised Zach Wilson. It's a low bar when you're saying he doesn't look permanently broken. But but, uh, <laughs> but I'll give you this, is that if the Jets had gotten that version of Zach Wilson, the one that is able to execute an offense and take the safe check down throws, not the wow plays, but make the safe throws and not put the ball in harm's way. It, it felt like that's what they were looking for last year and could have been a, a playoff team for this season. You know, baby steps, hoping to get somebody who can be a competent backup quarterback. We saw some signs of that. Zach Wilson, obviously, that's one of the you know big names that people are looking for in the preseason, but in terms of the actual impact on, on this team and the roster and their fortunes going forward in this season, the other big name that gets talked about a lot by fans, by media, by everybody, because of his draft status, Makai Becton. And the first game against the Browns, last week he pulls himself out, doesn't like the, the turf there in the Hall of Fame game in, in Ohio, pulls himself out of the game after about seven snaps on defense. And... In this game, what did you see from Becton? And I don't know. Read the tea leaves. What might it mean? Yeah, just just real quick going back to Zach. I think last year he was that guy in, in Pittsburgh, and is slowly deteriorated. So that's why I think a lot of people are going to be slow to kind of judge him. Um, and let's see how what he can put together these last couple of preseason games. And with the guy, yeah, seven snaps to twenty-seven, big difference. Uh, I think there was a lot of meaning in this game because this is where two years ago he blew out his knee on that field and, and hasn't been back in a game since. Robert Sala gave him a big hug when he came off the field in the in the third quarter and was, you know, obviously happy for him. Mikhail was obviously happy about the way it went. Sala said after the game that this isn't about uh, his tape. I don't care what his tape looks like. This was a big step in the right direction. And and that's kind of where he's at. He proves now that, that he can go out and practice a couple of days in a row after a day off, come out and play a, a, a large number of snaps. And, and now next week against the Bucks, let's see if he can stay out on the field and actually maybe compete for a job and, and get some reps maybe at, at right tackle or, or at left tackle with the first team. Let's see if he could take that step. But now I think that's kind of what the tea leaves were for this game is that can he get past that threshold? Can he actually stay on the field? Can he play through whatever discomfort he has? And the answer was yes. Is he on the bubble potentially even to make the roster? Or do you feel like given the pedigree, the promise, the potential that this is still a job here for him, he just has to uh, earn playing time? I think he was on the bubble if yesterday, if, if the Panthers game hadn't gone the way it did, because they need him to be able to prove that at the very least he can be on the field and be a viable backup. He has the talent to be more than a viable backup, but he hasn't been able to prove that he can be on the field. And, and 
finally with his reps, you know, a, a lot of reps in one week. I had him for 17 reps in the, in the practice, uh, the joint practice against the Panthers, and then he had a bunch more reps the next day, uh, even though there was no, no pads, and then, and then to come out and play all those reps. So I think that kind of shows that he can stay on the field and stay healthy, depending on how his knee reacts this weekend and, and going into next week. So I think the fact that if he can keep on the field, that's what he has to do to stay on this roster, and he will because of his contract and, like you said, the upside. So some other young players that caught my attention, um, especially let's talk about some rookies, and Joe Tippman, the center. What did you see out of Tippman? Yeah, I think, you know, he was a guy who starting camp they thought could be a starter for them and it didn't start well. He had a good game against the Browns in the first preseason game and, and had more of an opportunity earlier in the game, including blocking for Becton, I mean, with Becton for Zach Wilson with that second unit. So um, I haven't had the chance to go back and break down exactly how he looked, but the fact that there weren't any glaring mistakes, mm-hmm. most of the mistakes we saw in that game, you know, seem to come from, from near the tackles is a good sign. And I think, you know, again, it'll, next week will be the tally week in terms of he's really going to come through for the starting job. I think Connor McGovern's got it sewn up, but I think he'll be an important depth piece because he can also play guard for the Jets. So one guy that I thought um, jumped off the the screen and, and caught my attention, Izzy Abanaconda, um, the local product at running back, um, looked explosive out there. Again, playing against backups, I get it. But for a team that has, they're bringing Brees Hall back slowly, and there's all this talk about, oh, you know, should they sign another running back? What is what does that performance out of Izzy um, signify to you? I think it, it was a big deal because you know he had some struggles early in camp when he was clearly learning everything that comes with his offense and, and some drops and some fumbles and and that was before the pads came on and, and he's been really good since the pads came on and then he had that 26 yard run that nearly for a touchdown. Yep, I think it showed everything. His speed, his, his ability to hit him, uh, and, and then the power and agility. He used a spin move and then and then broke a couple tackles getting to the, to the end zone. So I think him and Michael Carter had really good days. You can feel more comfortable about the Jets running back room because uh, they were able to do it in the run game, in the pass game, and with Aaron Rodgers out there, he's going to definitely be using them uh, if the offensive line isn't exactly where the Jets want it to be. Let's flip. So flipping to the defense and talking about some guys who are competing for roster spots and jobs. We know Eccles has the one-game suspension, but um, whether it's, you know, Bryce Hall and, and some of these, um, Ashton Davis and, and some of these defensive backs, Eccles, um, what were you seeing out of the DBs and who impressed you? Um, I think Brandon Eccles had a really nice showing for the couple of series he was in there. Uh, I don't think he had a pass defense, but he had really tight coverage on a couple of throws, fourth and incompletions from from Young. Um, you know, I, I think Zaire Barnes is another guy mm-hmm. looking backer where I think he's going to make the roster, but you're not sure how much of a role he's on defense. He's continued to be pretty solid throughout training camp and, and the joint practices. I think he had a good day yesterday, too. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with Eccles. That, I mean, I think Eckles is going to make the roster uh, eventually after he comes back from suspension. But, yeah, Bryce Hall 
Um, do they stick with him? Do they do maybe carry, you know, another safety? I think Ashton Davis has, has earned a spot in terms of special teams. Uh, but Tony Adams being there kind of changes things. So yeah, there are, there are some question marks, but I think Hall, um, you know, Ashton Davis are two guys who are on the and I think Ashton Davis is leaning towards staying in, and as highly as the Jets think of Hall, it's going to be, it's going to be tough for him because he just hasn't taken the steps that, that we've seen from, from Eccles really. Mm-hmm. So last one um, before I let you go is where we started, which was just the impressive showing from the, the Jets in particular, that defensive line and the young players there. We know that you know Lawson and Williams and Woods and John Franklin Myers, they didn't play. Those are the starters. But Jermaine Johnson and especially the rookie, Will McDonald, um, what did you see from them? What type of roles might we expect this season? Uh, you know, Bryce Huff, obviously, is another given at pass rusher. But what about those two young guys? Yeah, I think you're seeing in Jermaine Johnson, the guy who is really excited about, motivated is the better word, about the way last year went when he didn't think he was potentially and he didn't get many opportunities. And he spent his entire offseason working on it. You saw the results yesterday where he was all over Bryce Young, where he got a sack later in the game on, on Corral. Um, and, I mean, he just added, you know, power, speed, and, and some moves to his game. He had spin move there. So I'd be excited about him. Will McCaffrey is so athletic. It's so fast. And I don't think he's ready to be the every down guy the Jets think he can become. But he's going to have an impact right away because you can see that speed. It's going to be hard for people to stop him. And even as a situational pass rusher, I think he could have the biggest impact uh, of any rookie defensively in the league if things go really well when you consider who he's rushing with. And, and another guy who's really stood out to me early in camp and in yesterday's game is Solomon Thomas, mm-hmm. a former high pick who's, whose career's kind of been sabotaged by injuries. He's really showing out in camp, and he had some nice plays yesterday. He's playing like that the inside alongside Quentin Williams. I mean, this defensive line becomes much more scary. So I think that's where the Jets have the potential to really become a special team is if this defense looks as good as it did yesterday, watch out. Aaron Rodgers will only help them be better. Yeah, you don't want to end up in third and long, obvious passing situations against this Jets defense, (laughs) and especially with the uh, cornerbacks that they have to have – you know, lock down corners, shut down corners, and then you got that D-line. Andy Vasquez from the ledger, NJ.com, covering the Jets. Appreciate the time. Safe travels uh, back from Carolina. Um, Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Quick break. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.